الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. تريد من ورند السكشن المرفوع وما أضيف للنبي المرفوع and whatever has been attached to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam then it is marfu'. Note that this category is not about the issue of authenticity or weakness. It is not about the issue of authenticity or weakness. It's not about whether the hadith is legitimate or it's not, it's strong, it's weak. This is just a factual category telling us about the state of the hadith. Its chain and where it goes and where it ends. It's not about whether it's authentic or not. So here it says, هذا شروع منه رحمه الله في بيان القسم الرابع وهذا القسم تعلقه بتقسيم الحديث باعتبار منتهاه In terms of where the hadith ends. أي منتهى الإسناد Where the isnad goes up to and where it ends. لا تعلق له بالصحة أو الضعف it is not connected to the issue of authenticity or weakness. فقد يكون صحيحا بل في أعلى درجاته وقد يكون ضعيفا بل في أدنى درجاته. A marfu' hadith may be authentic. A marfu' hadith may be the worst in its authenticity. Just because it's marfu' meaning connected and it's up there attached to the Prophet doesn't mean that the narrators themselves who are making that attachment are Legitimate and thiqa, they could all be kathabun, every single one of them. But it's apparently as they claim marfu'ah. So this is only to talk about the ending of the chain of narration, not to talk about the actual authenticity of the hadith. So, وَمَا أُضِيفَ لِلنَّبِي الْمَرْفُوعَ أَيْ يُسَمَّ مَرْفُوعًا عَلَى مَا سَبَقَ بَيَانُهُ الْمَرْفُوعَ إِسْمَ مَفْعُولٍ مِنْ رُفِعَةٍ وَهُوَ ضِدُّ وُضِعَةٍ وَسُمِّيَ بِهِ لِرْتِفَاعِ نِسْبَتِهِ بِإِضَافَتِهِ إِلَى الْمَقَامِ الرَّفِيعِ لِلنَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ So a chain of narration that is raised up to the Prophet then it is from the verb رَفَعَ to be raised, it is مَرْفُوعَ it is raised up. That chain of narration is raised up to the Prophet الْخَطِيبَ الْبَغْدَادِ he mentioned, مَا أَخْبَرَ فِيهِ الصَّحَابِيُّ عَنْ قَوْلِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وسلم أَوْ فِعْلِهِ That a marfu' is where a companion narrates something from the statements or the actions of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. Ibn Salah, he said, مَا أُضِيفَ إِلَى النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم خاصة Something which has been attached and connected to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. اعترض على كلام الخطيب بأنه خصه بالصحاب فيخرج بذلك مرسل التابعي فمن بعده. Notice that al-khatib al-Baghdadi said it is what a sahabi connects to the Prophet sallallahu Whereas Ibn al-Salah simply says that which is connected to the Prophet sallallahu or attached up to the Prophet Meaning he doesn't specify that it has to be a Sahabi. It could be a Tabi'i, which is known as the Mursal. But it's attached and the Tabi'i is saying that it is Marfu' up to the Prophet In that regard, you could say technically it is raised to the Prophet It is Marfu' 
But it is from a tabi'i. So when it comes to the issue of weakness and authenticity, then they'll look at it being mursal, etc. But Ibn Salah, he leaves it open. Whereas Al-Khatib al-Baghdadi says it has to be from the companion. Then Al-Hafidh ibn Hajar comes along and says, عَنِ الْإِعْتِرَاضِ بِأَنَّ الْحَافِذَ الْخَطِيبِ يَجُوزُ أَنَّهُ إِنَّمَا ذَكَرَ الصَّحَابِ عَلَى سَبِيلِ الْمِثَالِ أَوِ الْغَالِبِ دُونَ التَّقِيِّدِ وَالْحَصْرِ Al-Hafidh ibn Hajar says there is nothing to point out or to criticize Al-Khatib al-Baghdadi about. He didn't mean it has to be a Sahabi. He just meant or he gave his definition upon what is the norm. A marfu' hadith normally will be a sahabi up to the Prophet ﷺ, normally. The usual situation, the norm will be a sahabi. Hence, Al-Khatib al-Baghdadi gave the definition upon the norm. And Al-Hafid ibn Hajar says that doesn't mean or necessitate that he meant it has to be a sahabi, otherwise it's not marfu'ah. So Al-Hafidh seems to indicate that there's no difference between Al-Khatib al-Baghdadi and Ibn Salah in reality in their definitions. Then uh, Al-Sheikh Abdullah al-Bukhari mentions that marfu' is two types. Something which is marfu' plainly and blatantly. Sarihan. Something which is explicitly marfu' And the second type of marfu' is something which is not explicitly, blatantly marfu' but it is in the ruling of being marfu' something which is under the definition and the ruling that this is marfu' even though it's not explicitly highlighted in the chain that it's marfu' so a type for example where it's explicitly marfu' is when the sahabi says I heard from the Prophet ﷺ X, Y, and Z. Clear and blatant connection of the narration up to the Prophet ﷺ. Or other statements of that nature, the Sahabi says, the Prophet ﷺ said. Again, indicating that this was directly from the Prophet ﷺ. So, they are clear uh, connections. Or when the Sahabi says, I saw the Prophet ﷺ doing something, something, something. Again, clear indication of connection. This narration is being narrated as something he physically saw the Prophet ﷺ doing. And also, Al-Marfu' Al-Taqriri, when the tacit approval, as they say, when a companion was doing something in the presence of the Prophet ﷺ, and the Prophet ﷺ did not tell him off or tell him it's wrong, means that what he was doing was right and correct and good. So that is considered marfu' because that was, in essence, the permission and the acknowledgement and the acceptance of the Prophet ﷺ upon that action. So that is the taqriri type of marfu'ah. Something a sahabi does in the presence of the Prophet wasallam, and the Prophet wasallam doesn't rebuke that, therefore it is acknowledgement of it and acceptance of it. The second type, which is marfu'ah in its ruling, technically it's marfu'ah, even though blatantly it's not mentioned, is when, for example, basically the rule is, when a Sahabi or whomsoever it may be 
narrates something that could not be narrated from uh, logic or rationale or something that you just from your comprehension and intellect think of. Meaning, he narrates something that could only be from revelation. If a Sahabi or somebody narrates something that could only possibly be from narration, from revelation, then it's given the ruling of marfu'. Like a Sahabi says, in paradise there is going to be X, Y, and Z. He doesn't say, سَمِعْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ قَالَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Sahabi narrates a narration in paradise, there is this, that, the other. We know that narration is going to have to have the hukum of raf'ah. Because there's no way the Sahabi could know what's in paradise except from the Prophet ﷺ from revelation telling him what's in paradise. A Sahabi talks about what's going to happen on the day of judgment, some events. Gotta be a marfu' type of narration, hukman, because that type of ilmul ghayb is only in the revelation what's been given to the Prophet ﷺ. LTT or LT12UM. Wait a minute. L-T-T-U-M-H, that's, uh, sounds very familiar. <laughs> it will be moving in two seconds. So the second one, it is the one which is by nature, by uh, uh, ruling it is marfu'. So it is something which is of something that can only be done in revelation. You would never know that otherwise. Here the Sheikh says, مَا كَانَ رَفْعُ حُكْمًا كَأَنْ يَكُونَ الصَّحَابِي أخبر عن أمر من الأمور الماضية كبدء الخلق. Like for example, a companion narrates something from the events that have gone by about the beginning of creation that could not be known unless it was told to him by the Prophet ﷺ. You can't just make that up or assume or guess how it began or anything. أو أخبار الأنبياء stories of the prophets or future events. Basically, anything as the rule says that you could not just make up yourself. You couldn't just assume or logically work out. Things that you could only know via revelation. Things that you could only know via revelation. If they are narrated, then those are considered as marfu'a hukman. So you have some indicators. One of them is, you know, it's, it's not even in the way. How is my car in the way? Space, oh, there's plenty of space, I didn't... Uh... <laughs> you can drive or can, you can do it? I'll get some. Yeah. So, the statement of a Sahabi when he says, Mina sunnati X, Y, and Z. It is from the sunnah to do X, Y, and Z. Then that must mean that this is hukman marfu'. Because otherwise he wouldn't say it's a sunnah to do this, that, the other. He's only saying it's a sunnah because he knows from the Prophet ﷺ it's a sunnah. Or when they say, or when a tabi'i, it's mentioned in the narration, yarfa'ul hadith. You see the phrase like that. Yarfa'ul hadith. So he's raising the hadith, clear. Or yamnihi. He is again connecting it, bringing it up. Yablughu bihi. That he gets to. So all of these types of phrases, they indicate the hukmur rafa. And also at the end it mentions the tafsir of the Sahaba. Tafsir of the Sahaba, if he was talking about the reasons for revelation, the reasons for revelation, then that would also be something which is considered uh, marfu' hukman. Hmm. 
the end the sheikh says to stamal kalimat al-marfu' bima'na al-muttasil muttasil is connected al-marfu' technically therefore is also connected at the top so sometimes you may hear that wadhalika idha qurinat bi kalimat al-mursal especially when you hear it alongside mursal because mursal technically is it's broken at the top so you sometimes hear it as mursal and muttasil and they mean mursal and marfu' just to indicate the difference between the two all right, we'll leave it there. Maqtu'a next time, insha'Allah ta'ala.